Once again, beloved, we open our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. Uh, you might keep it, mark, keep it marked for this evening. We'll return to Proverbs chapter 1 this evening. And uh, we'll think about listening in two senses. Tonight we'll talk about who not to listen to. Uh, but today we'll be thinking about the importance of listening in general. Naturally, that we'd be listening to the Lord and listening to the Lord's people. But the idea of active listening, that we would learn and be learned and live well and have life's blessings that come with that kind of life is what we'll look at today. Proverbs 1, verse 5, hear now the word of the Lord. A wise man will hear. And will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Let me read that for you again. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Beloved, how... Will you know what is the way that you will know who is wise in this room at the moment? Certainly some could perhaps fake it, but the Proverbs even speak about if you hold and refrain from speaking too much, you can look wise even if you're a fool. But generally speaking, who are the ones would be looked at it within the congregation to know they are wise? It'll be the ones who are closely listening, using their ears using their eyes, using their posture. They'll be sitting still. They'll be sitting, leaning forward, paying attention, seeking to learn, seeking how to live of and from the Lord. So they don't miss out on the most important thing, hearing God speaking in their ears, hearing God speaking in their hearts. But it comes from listening. And knowing how to listen so we know how to learn. The message for you this morning is this, to learn, learn to listen. Now, the Proverbs are frankly going to try to persuade you to want to learn, to want to be wise. You want to be wise, you have to know to learn, you have to want to learn. And to do that, though, you have to know how to listen. So the message this morning for you, to learn, learn to listen. Because wise people increase their learning and they keep learning by active listening. I give that to you as the main idea of our verse. Wise people increase their learning and they keep learning by active listening. The focus of Proverbs on the whole is the person that Proverbs wants to make of you. A wise person who knows how to live well. That's the whole start. Proverbs opens up with this whole invitation. Please learn how to live life wisely. I'm going to teach you. I have much to teach you. Please listen so that you learn, so that you know how to live wisely instead of foolishly because the foolish will have bad things happen to them in this life the wise will be blessed in this life this is not a prosperity gospel but the truth is as we live, live the way the Lord would have us learn there are many blessings that are the kinds of blessings this world does not seek but the citizens of the kingdom of heaven do and they know why 
The focus of the Proverbs is that you would be wise. And it's calling out as a father to a son with the ability, please be able to have the ability to discern between good and evil. Between good and better, between better and best, and choose to live well, choose to live best and reap its rewards in this life as you look forward to the life to come by Christ's perfect life. Now, Proverbs 1 verse 7 in the text and Proverbs 16 verse 6 teach us it is by the fear of the Lord that there is the beginning of wisdom. And it's by the fear of the Lord that men depart from evil. That's plenty of reason to learn. And it's plenty of reason to listen that we would learn. You see, that person never stops learning. Let me read the verse again. Verse 5. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. This person who is wise. Notice, it isn't even describing how to get wise. It's how to get more wise. But it's describing a person who is already wise. And this is the behavior you will observe. A wise person wants to grow more. A wise person wants to learn more. Notice it says increases learning, increases learning. And it says attains wise counsel, attains wise counsel. So there's this activity of learning more, getting more wisdom, not thinking we've already arrived. An active learner, you see, an active deliberate learner. Someone who never thinks he knows everything. Or that he doesn't have something to learn, even with what he's already a quote-unquote master of. So that person is always looking to learn more, to do more. They're not afraid to have an apprentice say, Master, I've, I have something I think I've learned from someone else, or I've just learned in the doing. I'd like to share this with you. You say, oh, I already know everything. No, oh, wow, thank you for teaching me that. That's, that helps me be even better. That'll make me an even better teacher. Proverbs 9, verse 9, turn there with me. Proverbs 9, verse 9. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. Again, a wise person will, will just, keep, just keep getting wiser. Why? Because they have the same attitude and behavior and disposition that got them to be somewhat wise in the first place. They want to learn. They want to be instructed. They want to know more. And they don't want a knowledge that puffs up. They want a knowledge with love that abides and makes a difference in life. They want to know how to live well, to love well. A wise person, you can give them more instruction. They'll take it and they'll do more with it. They'll increase in their learning. Similar idea to our verse here. You see, the learned is less likely to give unsolicited advice and is more likely to always be soliciting the guidance of others. Wise little pups like to learn how to know and do things like their parents. And you can teach wise old dogs new tricks. Matthew 13, verse 12, for whosoever hath to him shall be given, Jesus says, and he shall have more abundance. And that involves meditation. See, this learning involves meditation. This listening involves meditation, thinking, considering. 
I remember in seminary one time, one of my professors, Dr. Jonathan Watt, uh, also taught at Geneva College, and he, I don't know if you remember, he was here once. He visited us once when he and Pastor Jeff were in town for the, uh, every five years it comes back to San Diego, the, uh, the meetings of the Evangelical Theological Society. He was here, and he was very impressed with you all. And he spoke about how he observed a special love between us. He's a wonderful man. I remember he gave a message in chapel at seminary about the Proverbs, and he was teaching us about how to benefit from the Proverbs, how you're to go about Proverbs. He says it's like when you uh, suck on hard candy. It's meant to just be, you know, you don't break and chew the hard candy as bad as habit as I can have of that sometimes, but it's, it's meant to be savored. It's meant to be taking all the flavor, you know, feel all the nuances and contours. Notice how it slowly dissolves, you know, taking it slowly. Um, that's how the Proverbs are to be, to keep being considered, to be thinking about them, to be meditating about them. Or similarly, they're to be like when a cow ruminates, chews its cud. Scriptures even speak like that. Or put it another way, it's not in one ear and out the other. That would not be the practice of a wise person. And it's not how to wisely approach the Proverbs. It's not in a one ear, out the other, but it stays there and is carefully studied and considered, prayed over and practiced. The Proverbs are all about putting it into practice. Because ultimately, that's how someone is really observed as wise, because they actually make the right choice of what to do in a life situation. The Proverbs are to be revisited, reviewed, reconsidered, reacted to, and repeat, repeat, repeat. Get better and better and better. And especially how are the learned active listeners? It relates to this by being active listeners. Be active listeners. It says the wise will what? The wise will hear. Back to chapter 1, verse 5. Our text for this morning. Proverbs 1, verse 5. A wise man will hear. And we could almost just focus on that phrase. It would be well worth listening and thinking about. A wise man will hear. And also, though, it says a wise man seeks wise counsels. That implies listening, right? The Proverbs speak elsewhere about wisdom comes in many counselors. Uh, we're going to think about that this evening with Psalm 1, about who to listen to and who not to listen to. But seeking to walk in the counsel of the wise. A wise person seeks wisdom in the Lord and in the counsel of the Lord, the counsel of the word by the Holy Spirit, and the counsel of other wise people who have gone before us, are more mature in the faith, and have have much to teach us. We are ready to hear. We're ready to listen. You ever have that experience where somebody asks you a question and you find yourself interrupting yourself in the answer because it's obvious they've already moved on and they're not actually listening to the answer. Sometimes we say that to our kids. Now you ask me a question. You want to let me answer? <laughs> you want to actually learn something from me or are you going to keep talking? You know, we have to be good at listening Again, the whole introduction is an appeal to listen so that the hearer will learn. Look at verse 8. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. 
hear. Don't ignore what your father and mother have to teach you, naturally children, but broadly speaking in the church from the officers, those in authority in life and who are wise and trained. Hear. Notice the emphasis on hearing, listening. And it just isn't hearing what was said, hearing what was actually said and what it means and what we're to do about it. Reflective and responsive is what we're being called to here. Throughout the Proverbs and especially at the beginning is a call to listen, to hear, to learn how to live and not ruin one's life for a lack of listening. So they are wise livers. They live wisely because they listen. They know how to listen and keep listening and learning. They hear to learn to live. Just like Deuteronomy so often has a call, you'll remember, to hear God. We're up through chapter 12, but how often has it come up here? Hear what God has to say. Listen, the command to hear. Listen. Especially in the great Shema, which Jesus says, if we're listening, is the greatest commandment in the Bible. Hear, O Israel, hear, hear, O people of God, the Lord is one, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. But it starts with hear. But it re refers to love. You see, listening is to love. I know I've shared before, but I know Mr. Rogers of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood has said, particularly in terms of showing our children we love them, is to listen. It says listening is the greatest form of love. And you could argue if you're not listening, how could you argue that you love or are loving as you should? Love the Lord by listening to him. He rewards with learning to be wise like Jesus, who is wisdom personified. The opposite, if you will not listen, you will not learn. And if you will not learn, you'll keep repeating the same mistakes. And as some have said, making the same mistakes again and again is the definition, if not the description of insanity. It is certainly not the description of sanctity and sanctification. There's a warning in the scripture by Jesus when he quotes the prophets, they have ears, but they won't hear that they would be saved. There's warning about his parables that they are so that many won't understand. They won't be listening and understanding. Learning to learn involves learning how to live, putting it into practice, what you learn and learning its reality of its truth in your reality. Matthew 13, verse 12, Jesus says, for whosoever hath to him shall be given and he shall have more abundance once again. You know, I, I think I've also shared this before. I, I did sales for a while, uh, Christian radio station. And uh, when I was trained to, to sell air, <laughs> uh, as has been said in a movie, uh, he, he taught me something really important. By the way, he was the sales manager because he was the best salesman. 
And, and I ended up coming to SoCal two years in a row as the first guy to come for the President's Club because I listened to him and my coworkers didn't listen to him. Most of the clients they had were ones he had gotten, by the way, <laughs> that he passed on to them. But the Lord gave me favor to bring in more clients uh, because I listened and I did what he said. But do you know what he said particularly? A good salesman is not a good talker but a good listener. Sometimes you can go right out of there talking away. You didn't know the person, find out anything, and they're like, I oh, can't wait, can't, so glad they're gone. It's interesting, um, in, a, in a certain institution I had been talking to for a while, one of their presidents, they eventually kind of agreed to part ways with, apparently he'd come back from meetings with his supporters, and they would let the place know they don't need to, this president doesn't need to come back. Why? Because he just wouldn't stop talking and about himself and he wasn't listening or seeking to learn about the people. See, listening is such an important thing to learn how to do, which involves keeping our mouth closed, keeping our ears and eyes open, and having the idea that I have something to get to benefit from this person if I'll be interested in what they have to say to me. James 1, verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. What are we to be? Swift to hear. And our proverb tells us that is wisdom. You will know people who are more wise because you'll notice they're quicker to listen, to gather information, to gain understanding, and they're less likely to want to blab and impress you with them. And frankly, they're not impressive when they do that. <laughs> James 1, 22 to 24, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. James is saying, here's a test of whether you're actually listening and therefore whether you're actually learning anything. Are you living it out? Don't say that you believe the word if you're not willing to do the word or know the word. And that's a reality of whether you're listening to it, that you would learn from it and live it out. So there's a test. Okay, am I, am I actually learning to live wisely? Am I listening well? How are you living it out? Again, not as a way to be right with God, but having been made right with God to live more rightly according to his ways. If you're not living what you learned, you haven't really learned the lesson and need to listen more. As Paul says in Hebrews, essentially, you know, going, we need to go from milk to meat. We, we shouldn't constantly be going back to remedial education, though we do need to review, review the fundamentals of the foundation. We should be building up upon it. Christ's common call in his sermons is this. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Mark 4, 23, Mark 7, 16. Christ's closing refrain in each of the letters to the seven churches of Asia. 
Jesus says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Well, why would Jesus be going out of his way to call upon people to hear the preaching of the gospel and the churches to hear him preaching within their midst, except for the fact that obviously it's not something we do well. It's something we need to do better. It's something we need to learn how to learn is to listen better, to be called upon, to pay more attention, to be listening. And of course, most importantly, with our hearts and preparing ourselves to listen by removing distractions, having proper rest, whether it's for the Lord's Day or anything else. It is Jesus speaking through the earthen vessel in the sermon, beloved. God the Father says to you what he said at the Mount of Transfiguration, if you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Matthew 17, verse 5. Beloved, hear these words of God's beloved Jesus Christ, who says in John 7, 37 to 38, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hear Jesus speak in John 14, 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Hear Jesus in John 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they may live it more abundantly. John eleven twenty five. 25, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I live, I, excuse me, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Hear Jesus in John 19, verse 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar on the cross, and just before he died, he said, related to paying for your sins once and for all, it is finished. John 19, 30. When Jesus therefore had received the vigor, he said, it is finished. Matthew 16, 24. Jesus said to his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. 
Hear Jesus speaking in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Hear Jesus in the Great Commission at the end of Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Hear Jesus in Luke chapter 11, verse 28. Are you listening? Blessed are they that hear the word of God and do it. You want to be blessed? You want a blessed life? That's what Proverbs is inviting you to have. And Jesus offers it to you as well. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and do it. Beloved, may your response to all this be one of wisdom. Psalm 85 verse 8, as you just sang, I will hear what the Lord will speak. May that be your disposition. May that be your heart as you open your eyes in the morning, as you open your Bible, as you open your hearts and mouths in prayer, as you approach worship together, as you come to other opportunities to learn of the Lord through the week. I will hear what the Lord will speak, even to motivate you to be there rather than somewhere else. I will hear what the Lord will speak. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to be wise. I've wasted too much of my life in foolishness. I want to live out the rest of my days wisely. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Now that's, you see, the person who is a fool will forget to listen, will forget to learn and return and live it, and uh, will go listen to the wrong people, and that's what we'll listen, that's what we'll look at tonight in Proverbs 1. Think about 1 Samuel 3. May this be your response. The Lord kept coming to Samuel at night, and he didn't recognize it was the Lord, so he'd go to Eli, and Eli recognized, this is the Lord speaking to you. The next time he comes to you, lie there and simply say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. That is, Lord, lecture to me, I'm listening. And of course, that needs to have a quiet spirit. Get yourself in a quiet place. And if you can't be in a quiet place, you make yourself a sanctuary to hear what the Lord hath to say to you. There is this saying, fools rush in. 
That is, people jump into things without first counting the cost, paying attention to the details, heeding the warnings, learning how to succeed. And that especially involves they need to be seeking the wisdom of others who have been there before, asking and listening to their answers and consider and trying out their wisdom. Beloved, you don't want to have it said at the end of your life by others shaking their heads over your grave. He didn't listen. She didn't listen. He wouldn't listen. She wouldn't listen. They didn't learn a thing. Instead, may it be that when people remember you, they see you in their mind's eye, always sitting at the master's feet and hearing what he has to say and following him along the way that leads to life, though there be few others that have found it in him and are following along after him. Most of the world is a ship of fools going down like the Titanic. Titanic. Most of the world is a ship of fools going down like the Titanic, thinking God can't sink it. Few are in the gospel ship, but it's the wise place to be with your life and how to live it along the way. During family worship recently, one of my young sons asked me to tell him what certain words meant. And I told him, that's very good that you're asking me that. That's very good that you want to understand something you don't know. That's what smart people do, my son. They aren't afraid to admit they don't know something. They ask so they know. That's how they learn, and they know many things. And I said, I can tell that you're trusting and that you're tracking with me and that you're trying because you want to know what that word means so you can understand what you're learning. That's very wise. And I pointed out that he was being a good listener, evidenced by his hearing and asking to understand what he heard. And we can think of the Ethiopian eunuch with Philip when you ask to understand what you're hearing from Jesus. This brings about salvation. So, beloved, may you have a lifestyle of learning that you would be learned livers of life. And to learn, learn to listen. You will stand out. You will stand out more loudly and impressively in the midst of a crowd of a bunch of babblers from Babylon. You will stand out and you will stand up and you will grow. Beloved, the message for you this morning, Proverbs 1, verse 5, a wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. May that be the theme of your and my life. And may that be the epitaph 
from others of your and my living. To learn, learn to listen. Let us pray. Lord God, forgive us for how often we allow ourselves to be distracted, probably more than anything by the ways of the world, but also by worry. And then we don't listen to you. We don't listen to your word and the spirit when you call upon us to wait and learn and grow and exercise ourselves unto godliness in the wisdom of how you tell us to go about things. We're always tempted to take the shortcuts and the Proverbs warn against that. Those who won't listen and think they know a better way. Lord Jesus, you alone are the way, the truth, and the life. You alone are the resurrection and the life. Few there be that find you. The broad way leads to destruction. Most are on their way there, babbling along the way. Lord, let us be found sitting, listening in our right mind. And if we speak, may we simply ask, like the man called Legion, who is free of all the voices in his head, all the demonic voices, may we simply say, if we speak at all, Lord, let me follow you. Oh, Lord, bless us to be wise beyond our years. Bless us to know your word well and how to live it by being good listeners to you and to the Holy Spirit speaking through your word and by learning from the examples of others gone before us and living well around us who we'd be better listening to than speaking to on the whole. And Lord, when we speak, let us speak wisely. Let our speech be seasoned with salt that we may know how we ought to answer every man with grace. And that will come from much listening and learning. Lord, we do thank you that you forgive us our sins and that you call upon us to grow in grace. Let us grow, Holy Spirit, in hearing what you have to say to us and this church from Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. And all your listeners said,